What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we'll talk about the recent college football news and how we're going to approach it in terms of betting. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, special thanks to Sportsbet MVP, one of the best online sportsbooks out there. And whether you're talking about football, basketball, baseball, soccer, hockey, or anything in between, they're going to offer the best lines, so many great derivatives. And if you like prop bets, you can build your own prop with Sportsbet MVP. Online sportsbetmvp.ag. Give them a follow on Twitter as well, at sportsbet underscore MVP. You want to start winning more money today, add Sportsbet MVP to your list of sportsbooks. All right, on today's show, we're going to talk about the uh, college football news that came out today. The Big Ten uh, will be playing in 2020. They're going to start on October 24th, which as we record today, that's just about a month and a week away. So great news for college football. I know a lot of people are excited. The Big Ten, one of the bigger conferences in the country, will be playing. So what does this mean for us, right? Uh, my, My first takeaway from this is we've got to look at our futures bets because there were no conference futures bets for the uh, Big 12 or Pac-12 recently. And and here's the thing. The Pac-12 is being held up right now. I'm not sure if this news is going to push the Pac-12 to play any faster. Now, first of all, I don't know if anybody cares out there about the Pac-12. It seems like no one's talking about that nationally. But we can't ignore the Pac-12 because they're now the only Power 5 conference who, it appears, won't be playing in 2020. Now, they're talking about like a November start, but they don't fucking know. They're just Their hands are up in the air. They have no idea. This is a day-by-day situation for the Pac-12. And really, it kind of pisses me off because, as you guys know, I live in Colorado. I like the CU buffs. I, I, I don't love the Pac-12. I mean, CU joined the Pac-12. You know, I don't remember when it was, probably like six, seven years ago. I don't feel like CU is a Pac-12 school. All these other schools kind of piss me off. And frankly, right now, if you look at California, Oregon, the reason why we're not playing is because their goddamn governors are so fucking... I mean, look, I'm not going to make this political, but it's the government in California and Oregon that is keeping this back. I mean, there's no question or debate about that. It is the government. This is a quote from uh, Kyle... Uh, Bonagura uh, article on ESPN.com. He's quoting Larry Scott, the Pac-12 commissioner, uh, quote, at this time, our universities in California and Oregon do not have approval from state or local public health officials to start contact practice. We are hopeful that our new daily testing capacity, or excuse me, capability can help satisfy public health officials approvals in California and Oregon to begin contact practice and competition. Guys, this is all about the fucking... Not going to make this political. I'm going to try my best. I mean, California and or I have buddies who live in California. I have uh, uh, a lot of contact with people who have who have dealt with the California government. I know people who've lived in Oregon. Like, what's going on right now in those states? Fine. Let whatever happens happen. But when it starts bleeding over and affecting my school's football team all thousands of miles away in Colorado, give me a fucking break, guys. I mean, this pisses me off. California and Oregon, I don't care if we play without them. I was doing, uh, for those who don't know, I do another show, College Football Weekly. You can listen uh, on any of your favorite podcast players or watch on YouTube. We were talking about this, and it's like, what if the Pac-12 doesn't come back, but some schools in the Pac-12 come back, right? Or the, the conversation started on the Big Ten, because one of the guys on the show is a big uh, Michigan fan. And it was like, what if the Big Ten plays, but Michigan doesn't? And his response was, well, I love the Big Ten. I'm, I'll, I will still be happy. 
My response for the Pac-12 was completely different. I don't give a fuck about any of these teams in the Pac-12. I don't care about Oregon or USC or Oregon State or Stanford or any of them. Any of them. Even Utah. I don't care about any of the schools. All I care about is seeing my team play. I know this doesn't sound very good, but I'm worked up today and I'm pissed off if you can't tell a little bit because it's the government, right? And and I, I've been able to say what I can say, smirk at it, laugh at it from, from the sidelines, you know, no pun intended, for, for a while here. But now that it's actually affecting my school, my team, what I enjoy this uh, this time of the year because California and Oregon can't get their shit together. That that's that's not going to work with me. And look, the fires are one thing. To say it's because the fires, that's okay. No one's talking about that. That's a very relevant topic. No one's talking about that. And if it is the fires, then I guess the the teams who are affected by the fires won't play, right? Too bad for you guys. I mean, I, I just can't stand this, man. It's it's people making decisions who have no idea what they're doing, having to live with these decisions months and months after they make them, and not willing to, to change because, well, if not all the schools can't play, we're not going to you know let anyone play. And the Pac-12 is so California-centric, you can tell here. I mean, any school in Arizona, Colorado, Utah, not affected by this, should be able to play football. But as Larry Scott says, if, no, if not everybody can do it, well then it looks like the Pac-12 not going to play. I mean, the Pac-12 right now, they're talking about a November start. They don't even know if that's possible to do. So yeah, it's all the governmental restrictions in California and Oregon. And I hope CU leaves the fucking Pac-12 immediately. I mean, I can't stand this, man. And I'm sorry for making today's show a ranting and raving thing about the Pac-12 and CU, which really, I'm sure most of the audience is like, why <laughs> Why is he talking about CU, right? I'm sure some of you guys don't even know who CU is, but... It was on my mind. It's pissing me off. I can't believe that, you know, the Big Ten, good for the Big Ten. They did what needed to be done. You know, they got it done. I know there was a lot of talk lately about were they going to play, were they not going to play. They got it done. And the Pac-12 easily can get it done as well. It, it It's not difficult. You don't have to have everyone play. That's fine. Look at what's going on in the Mountain West. Not everyone in the Mountain West is playing. Air Force has a couple games. Good. Great. It can happen. It can work. Right? So... Um, all right, let's get to how we're going to bet on this because uh, that's what this show is about. It's a betting show. I think I've kind of, I don't know if I feel better. I thought that was going to make me feel better. I don't. I don't feel any better, but all right, we'll move on. So the futures bets, I saw that here's how they're going to deal with futures bets. From what I've read, they're not going to adjust odds that people were given early on. So that's not good for us betters. Now, for those who have a national championship bet on like, let's say uh, Alabama or Clemson, those odds are only going to get worse now that there's more teams involved, right? But they're not going to let, from what I've seen, we can do an update on this show, but it looks like several sports books release statements, they're not going to be updating or refunding their uh, the, the championship bets that they have had taken. Now, look, when, when things like this happen, it usually only takes one sports book to kind of set the trend, then other sports books are like, all right, if, especially if it's a big book, right? If it's a massive book, it's like, yep, we're going to refund, then other books follow in suit. But right now, there's no rush to refund those bets. If you've got Alabama at 3-1 to one to win the national championship, I mean, those odds are going to be like 6-1 to one now because there's more teams involved, right? So it's not a good thing if you made a futures bet and your books are not going to let you take those back. Now, this does not apply for conference bets, right? Because obviously, we knew the ACC was back. If you bet on Clemson to win the ACC, 
nothing is affected by that, right? And uh, we're going to see what scheduling looks like. I mean, there's a whole lot to be decided right now in terms of over-unders, Heisman trophies, conference winners, things like that. So we will give our best futures bets as things start to set, start to kind of settle down within college football. But if you have a futures bet, it doesn't look like it's going to be refunded as of now. So this complicates so much in terms of the Pac-12, what's going to happen, but it's good news today. The Big Ten is back. We're going to have college football, hopefully, in a, on a somewhat regular basis here starting pretty soon. And look, the SEC starts this weekend. We'll probably give a couple picks coming up uh, for college football this week. So that uh, that does it for today's show. I know today was like less a little bit about uh, getting money down and betting and all that, but big news. P- Big Ten's back. I had to rant about the Pac-12. Lots of soccer today. Lots of, uh, what do we got? Hockey tonight? I'm not sure. Let's see. NHL. The New York Islanders. Uh, no, they play tomorrow. So, well, whatever you guys got going today, whether it's a little soccer, little this, little that, good luck. Let's make some money, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. Sharp Angle.